All right, gentlemen, welcome to the Arcade Hangout. I am Orange Whip. This is a tech show about collecting arcade machines with a bunch of collectors from all over North America, Canada, U.S. Japan. Japan, man. He's wanted to come in. He hasn't made it yet, but he's wanted to. Um, so we're just going to go over what I've done arcade-wise since last week, and then I'll pass it on to the next person. Um, believe it or not, as I said last week, I was going to work on my basement and my uh, renovations, and I did not. Uh, and I don't have my camera on at all. There you go. Um, How dare you skip a week, Orange Whip? Yeah. I had a car show that I go into. I've got a classic car uh, that I go into every year, and I would not taken my car out yet for the summer because I've just been busy with other <laughs> stuff. And I didn't realize that that show was coming up this past weekend, so I had to quickly hurry and get my vehicle ready for the show. So, um, what kind of yeah. car do you have? Classic car. Um, I have a '65 Scout. Here, yeah. I can actually probably. I got a picture of it here. I was showing somebody earlier. Is that so. international? That is. Okay, it's kind of jeepish, right? Uh, SUV yeah. original kind of SUV Jeep style. Oh, look at this thing. That's right. I've seen that. Yeah, you showed us that. Yeah. So that's nice. it at, at the actual show this past week. So do, is that? Do you regularly drive that, or you just kind of keep it as a show? Vehicle? It's my summer. It's my summertime. It was completely stock when I got it five years ago. Oh wow! So it's yeah, it's it's all Chevy underneath and new axles and four inch lift and all sorts of stuff. That's kind of funny. I I'm from Detroit, where the automotive city of the world, and I've never seen one of those. And I've seen about 9,000 different cars. It's, it was... Um, <laughs> I'm trying to... Where were they made? For some reason, Dearborn wants to come to my mind, but I don't think it was. I think it was in um, Wisconsin, I think is where they were made. Interesting. Yeah, because we have... Annually, we just had our uh, Woodward Dream Cruise, and it's just like every known car to man in the entire world comes down that street. Well, most of them are used on farms and for off-roading, so there's they're usually a bunch of rust buckets. Not many people restore them. So it's Fort Wayne, Indiana. Hmm. Indiana, yeah, I think they had two factories, depending hmm. on which which model there and which years it was. Yeah, I've never seen one of those. Interesting. And it, uh, that's what they made the Bronco from. Not that this yeah, is our yeah, top or whatever. Yeah. But the the old Bronco was six years after that, and they you can basically see it in the scale. Yeah, the I stuff. recall that myself. Yeah. Yep. What was right, the last so, one? 1980. Pardon? 1980 was the last one made. Yeah. Uh, all right, sorry, bud. That's okay. Um, all right, so, however, I did get a couple arcade purchases. My wife went to a thrift store, and I know you guys have all seen these things before, but yeah, fifty bucks. Yeah, she got she got mine for well American twenty bucks. Oh nice. man! And it's uh, it's fully working and everything. I'll take one of each. <laughs> now, yeah. didn't they re re revamp those later? Like there no. was like two versions, right? No, they never did. There was like one No, no, no. They made Frogger. I've got a Frogger and a yeah. uh, and a, a Space Invaders that are. Uh, yeah. They didn't revamp them. There was four of them. There was um, Frogger, Galaxian. Um, I swear, I swear, like five or ten years ago, they came out with some new ones. Not like those. Not, not, I got one, two of them. 
There, there was a yeah. whole bunch of ones. I mean, this Frogger for company. sure was like redone five or ten yeah. years ago. Wait, yeah, are those, are yeah, those new? Yeah, yeah the, joysticks, the joysticks are very, very different than the originals. Yes. I'm, yeah, I've never seen those. Oh, let me let me present you here, Andrew. Oh, yeah, you, you can do that now. Yeah, sorry. So, yeah, you go. Those came out five or ten years ago. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and then yeah, then here's mine, so you can see the difference. All right, Chris is right, but um, what yeah. kind of graphics do those new ones have? It's the same. It's the same graphics as the old ones. that are really crappy. <laughs> I wonder yeah. how they got the the rights for that. Yeah. The only, I mean, there was other companies too, right? They made um, like uh, Super Cobra. There was a whole bunch of companies that made these things. These are just didn't the like Coleco ones. do a bunch of them. These are the Coleco. These are the Coleco ones. Yeah, the okay. original ones, the Colecos. Actually, I, I do have actually the original. I think I showed you guys this one. The uh, uh, Inbox Donkey Kong that I got from a dude. Nice. That one I got for uh, ten bucks. Yeah, I mean they they made Tron ones and Pac-Man yeah, ones. Yeah, I was just gonna say I have a Tron one. I don't. Growing, have growing up, I had a Super Super Cobra one, and that one was actually really fun. Hmm. Mine was minus by Tommy Tronic, the yes. Tron one. Yeah, yeah, that's who made I the Pac-Man. I got Pac -Man. that one probably five years ago. There was a Pac-Man one that was like that too. It was like a round circle. As huh. opposed to uh, like an arcade machine. One thing that's different with this one, I don't know if you guys can. Oh, you might be able to see that. Is because I'm in Canada. It's in French. It's in French. Yeah, it's all in French. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> so. What I don't get is what the hell is up with the dual joysticks? Oh, is there dual joysticks on that? On that yeah, Pac-Man. There, there yeah. is dual. There's like, seriously, there's gonna be. Is there gonna be two players at once? No. So it's, you're going to switch off between left and right player? No, actually there is. It says right there, head-to-head Pac-Man. What? Okay. I yeah. do not recall that at all. Yeah, head-to-head Pac-Man. I do recall the dual joysticks and thinking, why in the hell would they do that? But Let's see if I, I can actually sure. get the... Yeah, there's two Pac-Mans on there. They should have did that in the real arcade. Well, they did a uh, Doyle, you know, the 96-in-1 multi-pack. That's awesome sounds. So the 96-in-1 Mike Doyle kit, uh, the, the uh, cocktail version, apparently has what's called a Mr. and Miss pack. Yeah. You guys know about that one? No. No. So, so no. Supposedly in the cocktail version only, you can play head-to-head. -head, or no, I think actually it's either two Pac-Mans at once or one plays a ghost and the other one plays a Pac-Man. I, I have to look that up, but... I know it allowed the 96 and one had a, a cocktail version. A, it was called Mr. Miss Pack that allowed two players at once. I also uh, picked up actually off Craigslist today. Um, these are actually pretty cool, and I might even see if I can maybe get some shirts made or something. I might talk to Rich, um, but they're old um, school elastic stickers. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, nice. Let me present. There's, um, there's like 80 of them in total. <laughs> They're double-sided. Weird. And there's another. Now, how would that be listed on Craigslist as? Yeah. As arcade stickers. Wow. So they're they're from missing. Goose yeah, there's there's eight missing, but there there's a couple that are duplicate uh, pages, so. Hmm. Uh, in in all, there was 80 stickers minus eight that were missing, oh. and then I think there's a uh, like a half a page that are duplicates or something like that. But yeah, there's there's actually some pretty wicked little uh, things here and some cool art on them, like arcade A's and. Who made them? Um, was it official? 
It's Schoolastic. Oh, Schoolastic. Okay. Yeah, you guys remember Schoolastic? Yeah. yeah. So actually, yeah, if you look at the back. <laughs> yeah, they're pre- actually pretty badass. I'm goofy for dwarfs. <laughs> oh, actually, I had that book as a kid right there. Clifford the Big <laughs> Red Dog. I, I, I still have that book. Yeah, I, I might actually somewhere as well. <laughs> but yeah, no, I thought there's a couple here that I was like, my wife was even asking me, I got, I get a kick out of Kickman. She's like, is that an arcade game? I'm like, yeah, it is. Yeah, I had one once. <laughs> I flip. Yeah. I flip for blips. Yeah. I break for alien invaders. So we weren't sure if you actually go onto Flickr, you can actually see these on Flickr. I don't know what, if they're high res enough to print or not, but. Ooh, is that an award for good posture? Yeah, what's the award for good posture? Uh, <laughs> left corner. Yep, it's uh, award for good posture. So what if you never scored any points? Points. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's terrible. Because yeah. that's really important when you're in the arcade, you know. You those those must be already good. I just searched eBay and they don't exist. No. Yeah, I, I would imagine they're pretty darn rare. That would be a good T-shirt though, the posture one though. <laughs> oh, I li- there's a lot of these things that I like. Yeah, they're pre- they're pretty badass. But yeah, if you look on Flickr for Scholastic arcade stickers, it they do show up. Again, I don't know how high res they are. I haven't really. I just looked on my phone. I didn't look on my my PC. So. I didn't get that good of a chance to look at it, but hmm. so yeah, I don't know. I don't, it'd be pretty cool to maybe re-vectorize these. I, I have no idea if this is a parody. If this, you know, if Namco would come down and you we can't do nothing. Why is everybody always worried about the law? We're like nobodies, and you're not reselling. Right. You know? Yeah, I I know Rich is this guy. Rich from this old game. He's had some problems in the past with William stuff, but that was more because a, a private guy had bought the rights to William stuff, and he was going to produce it. So because Rich is big, he's selling it, and he's making profit from it. Yeah, that's why. But I, I don't know. I might talk to him, and you know, maybe we'll vectorize some of these things, and maybe make some T-shirts. I think it would be pretty cool, actually. Yeah. We'll see. Anyways, that's my. I got two arcade-related purchases, and that's pretty much all I did this week. Nice. So, um... Racco! I, okay, I will pass it on to Mr. 34K Andrew. <laughs> what do you want to see what I got? Is he alive? What you got? He's there. Uh, I'm here. What you, got, what you can do? What you got Pre- there? Present him. What you got, man? What you got? You said yeah. you were doing it today. I, I could drag this thing over here. You could. <laughs> so it's not it's not a Shinobi Rastan update. We got a box. Ooh. Wow, that's a small wacko. <laughs> I'm telling you. That's your Atari twenty six hundred in box. That's the CP. Uh, that's that's actually a new control panel for uh for yeah, no, Jared has the CP. That's uh the, the uh, control panel. Yeah, I just said that. So, I'll drag this son of a bitch over here. <laughs> See it. How about you use a hand truck? It'd be easier. <laughs> move your laptop. So wait, he's not going to move the camera. He's going to move the machine. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. Use your hand truck. Is that his garage yeah. or is that like a? Oh, I thought you were kidding, Buffett. <laughs> and he actually waited for us. Yes. This is well, amazing. He's using his, uh, you know, food grade quality shrink wrap in the green. Right. Hey, the con- <laughs> Andrew, the control panel on that looks a little crooked. 
I think they fucking dropped yeah. this thing. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, crooked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How, how long have you how long have you been waiting to do this? Are you like just jonesing for this or what? Well, you know, uh, I got it arrived last um, Wednesday. It was the day after our podcast. Holy shit! A week. But right. you know, I've been put, we so we were going camping. My wife and I were going camping this last weekend. So and I had to put the van, which you guys saw from the last couple of shows, where I, the van was in pieces. So I had to get that thing back together and the new tent installed. And I had a bunch of other stuff going on. So I figured, well, I can wait. You already got it, so no worries. Right, and and it's you know I know you guys. Uh, there's been the jokes about like you know I don't want to talk about it or like being John. It's not about that. It's just like like I said, I don't have anything to show. So. Telling you I got a new game or what's going on with it, it was like, well, it's kind of a blue ball action there. <laughs> I, I, I did the same thing with my little thing because I've got another game coming and I haven't mentioned anything about it. I, I gotta say, 34K, it looks kind of like a cabaret next to you. <laughs> yeah, the Shinobi. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, Are you sure you don't have your games up on stands? That's the cabaret side. There we go. All right. <laughs> so one's, one's neck height and one's uh, hairline height. Right. <laughs> right. So uh, I'll go ahead and start unwrapping this uh, for uh, around you guys. We'll, we'll talk about it briefly, but I think I ought to pass it on to someone else while I do this because it's going to take me a little while. <laughs> one question, though. What, yeah. what is that sign behind you, W-O-B-34-K? That street sign. Oh. No, it's, it's, a, um, it's a European license plate. Oh, is that where your name came from? No. <laughs> <laughs> Just a coincidence? No, it's... Uh, it's so WOB is for Wolfsburg, so that's Volkswagen. Uh, and 34K, so it's 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 custom-made. It's... Mike, you sounded, you, sounded disa- you sounded disappointed when you said Volkswagen. No, I don't care about what car it is. I, I was disappointed that's not where his name came from. Yeah. yeah. No, so it's a European license plate. That is sweet. Is it Denmark? So, no, D is for Deutschland. Oh. Okay. So, yeah, Deutschland and then, uh, yeah, Wolfsburg. Cool. So, and it's a nice, it's actually a real, uh, you know, embossed and stuff like that. So, it, it, it is not a real license plate, but uh, you wouldn't know it from a, a real one. It's, uh, it's in nice shape. Yeah. Okay. But I got it custom made. Sweet. Anyway, so, uh, any other questions about this? So, shipping games, what that's like? Uh... You know, as everyone says, it's about 400 bucks. That was from Georgia. Oh, 400 to ship? Yeah. Damn, that's a lot of money for shipping. It is. Yeah. It is a lot of money for shipping, but, like, you know, if you're getting a game that you want that's a keeper for you, then, you know, I don't think it's a bad deal. Oh, yeah, you know what? you got to weigh, you gotta weigh the options of yourself actually driving out there to get it, too. Right. Well, yeah, there's no fucking way I'm driving to Georgia. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'll tell you what, like for for what Fett just uh, apparently sold his for, mm-hmm. I did pretty okay. Cool. Well, Fett Wait. just sold his wacko. Yeah. He sold his wacko. That he was did. that to was Steve. what he was talking about on uh, on Arcade Outsider. I, I missed that. Yeah. So he he's got a for sale thread on Claude right now for I think he listed it for nine. What? Yeah, yeah Steve got it. He snatched it up in like fourteen minutes. Oh. So nine hundred. Nine hundred is what he's asked for. Yeah, he could have yeah. got more than that. Wait, Steve, Steve, who got it? Gringers. That's what that was all about. Did they actually mention the name Wacko? Yes. 
okay. I must have been I'm looking at it now. I'm so surprised he sold that thing. I thought he'd never sell that. Yeah, I he agree. With the uh, with the topper. Yeah. Yeah, nine hundred is is still a good deal for that game. Yeah. But I uh, I did not pay nine hundred for this. Well, yeah. <laughs> He's talking about the shrink wrap. Yeah. No, all right, so uh, any other questions uh, before we pass it on to someone else? And I'll just start unwrapping this so that we can link, link back to me at some point. Sounds good. Anything else? Anything else? Yeah, so STI is where it got shipped from. Super easy to deal with. There you go. I'll start unwrapping. Uh, Gak? All right. Well, uh, unfortunately, I don't have pictures to post yet, but I, I did finally get a 29-inch LCD in for my local buddy's pizza place for his uh, cruise in the USA. Got it hooked up. It's fully functioning. My problem right now is the colors are off a bit, and it's not the monitor. It's it's coming in the signal from the game, so I need to revisit, go back to them probably next weekend. It's like the reds look purple on the game, so... Ah... Mm. Uh, it's like a never-ending battle to get his machine up and running. But And uh, I did, uh, I don't know if you guys saw last week, I think it was last week, um, Darren from Phoenix Arcade, he was running a sale on the Zookeeper uh, silkscreen side art. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I've had this Zookeeper project of my own going for a couple of years now, and... Originally, I was like, hey, I'll just, you know, paint it the kind of orangish salmon color, my cabinet. But it, it's really badly waterlogged, the cabinet I have. And when I when I saw that sale pop up, I was like, all right, screw it. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and get the side art. Then a local buddy of mine, uh, he goes by Tron Guy on KLV. His name's Dylan. Uh, he, he sent me a message, and he's like, yeah, you know, I, I talked to uh, Atari Scott, you know, and he's reproing the, the Tato cabinets. I was like, ah, shit, I, I should probably do something about that too, you know. <laughs> so we wound up going over to his place. He, he really lives like five or ten minutes drive from me, Atari Scott. You know, the guy who has all the prototype Atari games and stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys are familiar with him. Yeah. Yep. So... Uh, we went over there on Saturday, and we each picked up a, a Tato cab, a reproduction. Beautiful shape, man. It's so nice. <laughs> I, I've not been a fan of, you know, tossing old cabinets, you know, to try to fix them up. But the, the Tato cabs I have are in such poor shape. You know, the MDF wood, when it gets absorbed with water. I'm like, uh, I don't know. So um, I picked that up on Saturday, and uh, hopefully the next week or two here I'll get started on that. But um, pretty excited to have a, a nice, fresh cabinet <laughs> and new artwork to uh, put it together with. But, Hell yeah. Um, yeah, That's yeah. Sweet. So I, I actually talked to Scott a bit, uh, Atari Scott, for a while, because I... The, the company I work for, I do a lot of um, design mechanical design work for parts that are fabricated with sheet metal. And 
and Scott was telling me about, you know, there's he's got a lot of funky, weird, one-off prototype projects that he's trying to get done. He's been working on them for years, and so I, I think I'm going to be collaborating with him on that. You know, he, he told me of, of a couple of ones that he really wants to get going as soon as possible, so that, that should be pretty fun. One question. Know. Is that actually a picture of, of, of Scott, like, in his uh, avatar, or is that just something else? Not him at all. That's <laughs> <just funny>. no. <laughs> a giant forehead. Or some tweaker. Is his forehead really that tall? No. <laughs> yeah, uh, so. so it's pretty funny. Actually, you know, he's about the same age as me. Um, his daughter, I think, is recently graduated from high school. His son is a sophomore in high school, so is mine, and they're actually going to, they're both on the junior varsity football teams of their high schools, my son and his son, and they're going to be playing against each other in the next couple months. Awesome. But, so, so that should be a trip, you know. Oh. Like, All right, let's see them go head to head, right? <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, one, one of the things he really wants to work on is, and he, he's got the plans for it, is to do reproduction um, major havoc cabinets. The, the dedicated version, and I have the ability to fabricate the sheet metal parts for that. Everybody knows the, the hardest part, other than the monitor and the PCB, of course, is those uh, extruded aluminum sides on either side of the monitor that they have kind of like fin shapes in them. I think uh, Firefox has that maybe too. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, I know what you're um, talking about. Yeah, so... We we talked about that for a bit on Saturday, and so I'm I'm gonna look at a couple different options for that. But I'm pretty excited about trying to work something out with them to be involved with that part of it. You know, I, of course we're all fans of this era, and to be involved in this kind of scenario is just like kind of a dream come true for me. So it, it should be pretty fun. We'll see those how it comes out. Those, yeah, those cabinets would be huge. I can't yeah. imagine how many people are going to... I mean, so many people yeah, would buy those. I think there was those. only 300 originally built. 300 to 500, something like that. And, you know, I, I actually... I think maybe I mentioned this before. At, at California Extreme uh, a few weeks ago... Um, uh, what's his name? Owen Rubin. He... Uh, I, I crossed paths with him, and we talked about Major Havoc, and, you know, he had talked to John on Arcade Outsiders... And I said, you know, what's what's the deal with, you know, the game was never complete, right? You know, and he's like, well, you know, the original game that everyone knows has four levels. But he said there's actually four more levels that are on uh, main. I don't know if you guys know that. I, I didn't know that. I guess there's four more levels that were developed that were never released on the actual arcade, but they have been released in main. But uh, I thought they're unplayable, though. I, I'm not 100% sure on that. I believe they are, though. But what he said was that it did not complete the game, though. You know, the, the goal of the game was to get to this planet. Is it Vex or something like that? Where you, you get to this main planet, and then you're supposed to fight a, a boss there. That was the intention of the game. And so even with those four added levels, you didn't, still didn't get there. But, you know, I, I talked to him for a few minutes, and I was like, man, it, people would just go nuts if there could be, like, an expansion board or develop something with 
you know, let's say, um, right now, uh, Adam, you know, how he's developing the, the pole position clones. That, that would just be kick-ass. If, if Adam could work with Owen Rubin and develop a new board that, that could essentially be plug-and-play with the original uh, Major Havoc plus the bonus levels, and then even one step further, if someone could finalize it to where it gets to the home planet or whatever, the Vex. I think that's what it was called, the, the planet Vex, something like that. Racco! Uh-oh, are we getting... Uh, is he, is he stripping it down here? <laughs> oh, look at that. Check the fuses. <laughs> <laughs> look at that. I want to see it blow up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Buffett's got caps for you. Right. <laughs> is this mic muted? I didn't this mic's it. muted. Yeah, your, your mic's muted. Keep talking shit about us, just not on the mic. <laughs> oh. the fucking what? Huh? Your mic was muted. I know. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to plug it in, all right? Yep. All right, go, go for it. it. Oh, why not? Let's do it. <laughs> why not? I, I love you guys' uh, enthusiasm. I, however, <laughs> hey, hey, it's already better than John's uh, Donkey Kong. The monitor, I see, is, is still mounted. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So still the monitor. Stuff is basically in its uh, correct place. The, the purple looks okay on the, the uh, bezel. I've heard a lot about the purples getting faded on the bezels. Right. Or sorry, not the bezel, the marquee. The marquee, yeah, it is the blue marquee, not the black one. Okay. But I, I kind of knew that. So yeah, let's uh, let's take a look inside. Nice. <laughs> 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 like, roll. hey, what's that? <laughs> Been saving that. You're <laughs> <laughs> like you're like over the button. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Unwrap it. <laughs> Maybe there's some drugs in there. <laughs> well, Andrew doing all of his subtle comedy was just start calling him Al Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> when I was I was uh, a crazy climber from Canada back to Michigan, they asked me, "Are you you got drugs in there?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> oh man. Just a PCB. PCP? What? Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Funny thing is, I had to break open the locks later, so if they would have actually went to inspect it, I don't know how they would have got in. They would have to throw it out or something. So, being realistic about this game, actually, I mean, I, I never saw any in the arcades. I believe I saw one on a TV show, maybe that Emilio Estevez movie. You know, the... the Avenger of Arcade, or whatever it was called. I can't remember it was. The name. Oh, Battle of Bishop? Yeah, there we go. Avenger of Arcade. <laughs> Close enough, right? <laughs> you had A's, it's B's. Bishop of Battle. Yeah. I, I swear Bishop there was one in that show, but maybe I'm wrong. Like in the background or something. But uh, I, I really don't think it got that much gameplay back in the day. People probably played it once or twice and like, oh, this is like too much work, a little too confusing. You know, so it it seems like most of them kind of the ones that have have survived were not to be abused because they didn't get that much play. But I don't know Brian, if there's huge numbers of those made either. Yeah, there's no statistics for that. Not for uh, Bellyman Way. 
The only statistics that ever existed were, were Atari. They give the full, well, not, not even the full list, but they give you a lot of numbers made for the machines, but no other manufacturer had a list. Hey, Andrew, do you want to walk us through what you're doing before you would fire something like that up, just for the non-tech people? So I'm just taking a look at all the connections. Uh, I want to make sure that the, the, the monitor, uh, that the uh, neck and everything looks like it's in good shape. So this is a Geo 7. Uh, just looking for loose connections anywhere, stuff that might have fallen off uh, in transit, you know, because it did get thrown around by uh, shipping monkeys. Hmm. Um, make sure all the ground straps look like they're attached. Actually, I can see right now that the one to the coin door is not attached. Uh, this is a, an MCR game. Yep. Now, looking at the inside of it, it's going to look uh, very similar to Tron or Spy Hunter or Tapper. Uh, it still has the original power supply. That's great. The uh, audio board here. On the side, the, uh, that all looks fine. I don't, I don't see anything clearly and obviously... Probably. So, An Andrew, the, the person you purchased it from, did he say it was tested working or untested? or Tested working, yeah. He had it in okay. the decade. All right. Well, hopefully you got a good shot at it, right? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, everything looks good. It still has the original ribbon cable, so that's something I'll probably almost certainly swap out just to save myself headache in the future. But, I mean, everything looks copacetic and original in here. Nice. Any corners? <laughs> Great question. They, they probably all slid up underneath the suitcase. Yeah, if there are any in here. Uh, yeah, they're hidden. Actually, it's super clean inside. Let me see if I can get the, the camera down here. Whoa, get it down there. Get it down there, boy. I always like finding tokens from different places. Yeah. Oh, it's kind of cool to see like the history of where they, where they've been. Yeah. If it's another collector, though, there's a good chance that that stuff's not there. Yeah. Right. All right. So I'm gonna have to just check power here, so hopefully that doesn't screw anything up. But it's uh, it's real clean inside. Yeah, that don't look bad at all. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like a collector. <laughs> so we got a serial number on that bad boy, or what? The monitor plug's been hacked up. You can tell that. Uh, yeah, obviously there's been a. Yeah, the power. Yeah. Change there. Yep. Uh, Is it the original monitor, you think, or? I don't know. Geo Seven. Yeah. I, I thought most of the Midway stuff came with 4900s. A lot of them did. Um, I've seen Geo Sevens. My my Spy Hunter has a Geo Seven, I think. Okay. So does my Miss Pack. Yeah. What's the serial number on there? Serial number is five six three. I can't remember if my Tron has a Geo seven or a forty nine. I can't remember. Try to see what my wacko number is. Checking VAPS. Nice. Uh, oh, my note says need to check. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's actually a good place to go to see how many people, how many collectors actually have one. Thirty-nine. Thirty-nine of them. Mm -hmm. No, forty. <laughs> There's a serial number right there. 
563. Nice. Well, it could be one guy that's already on there, though. So, so look at that, that image there on the uh, to the right of the serial number. It says it has a thing there that says where to put the coin uh, next person yeah. thing on the bezel. Nice. So mine actually has that, and it actually uh, in the in the coin box, mine had actually had that item. Can you zoom in on that? Yeah. What is he talking about? So on the so below the monitor to the right in that image there. Is it because you can't put it on the marquee because it would fall off? Exactly, because it's crooked. Oh. It's a coin holder. So. It came from the factory with this little plastic piece that had a sticky back on it that had little uh, kind of half-round shapes in it to drop your quarters. It's like a plastic piece to, like, hold your quarters. So, like, <laughs> you, know, you guys remember back in the day? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Next game, you put your quarter up on the marquee. Well, because it's all crooked, you couldn't. You know, so they that wacko came with a holder for them. That's hilarious. Yeah, well, it, it's it's actually pretty good that a, a you know fairly large company like that would actually pay attention to what's happening you know in right. the actual arcade, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I do have nice. a sword with all three uh, prongs on it, so that's good. No, Nick's denser. And actually, that's that's an original cord too. Yeah, it looks like it. Wow. So that's that right there is a kind of a. Unicorn by itself. Rarity in itself, yep. <laughs> yeah, talking amazement there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going to turn it around. Is it just me, or does the side art look like it's been cut a little bit and then repainted? Yeah, the front part uh, looks a little chopped. Yeah, it's still chewed up up here. That's, that's all missing. I don't think it's been repainted here on the sides. Like yeah. they masked it off, you know, and then repainted it. Yeah. Know, it just kind of looks masked off and repainted, but I mean, just the can't could be just. I think the the front edge to me looks. You know what that is? That's the uh, adhesive. Is it? Because it's it looks like it's uh, the slide art. The slide art has slipped a little bit. Mm. And it's perfectly. I mean, unless they did like a perfect masking job. And actually, in the cabin itself, that doesn't feel repainted. That feels like the original uh, finish on it. Oh, well, that's cool. Good. It just looks that way from the camera, that's all. Yeah, no, it's either either the art is slipped or it may have shrunk a little bit. Yeah, from heat, probably. Yeah. Yeah, it just looks a little off, that's all. That's all. Yeah, yeah. So, it looks uh, like shit. <laughs> so I don't know how many of you guys go to uh, you know the Google SketchUp where Gozer created all the 3D models of arcade cabinets. Oh yeah, I'd like to post so, it in the chat room. The link. Going back a few years, um, uh, Gozer. No one had ever modeled a Wacko because it's you know a rare cabinet and such awkward, weird angles. And, you know, it was never used on any other cabinets. I really wanted there to be a, a model of one. And so I, had, I talked to Gozer, and he's like, yeah, you know, if you get all the measurements, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get one going. So I, I actually measured everything, and I modeled, because I work in a 3D modeling CAD system at, with my career. Um, so I, I modeled it up in SolidWorks, and then I sent the files to Gozer, and then he... Uh, you know, adjusted them to be in uh, Google SketchUp. I took all the actual photos of my own cabinet, and so the Google SketchUp Wacko is 
is my actual cabinet. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it was fun doing that. I, I wanted to do my super sprint with him, but I, I just, you know, never got around to it. And then he kind of, you know, you guys know he kind of backed off the arcade scene. So yeah. Well, he he runs an arcade, right? I I don't know about that. I just know that he. Yeah, he he's in Oregon. I've been to his arc his arcade. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, he owns an arcade in Oregon. Huh. The play I, did, I didn't realize it was him until afterwards. Holy right. shit! Oh boy, nice. <laughs> Looks like a wacko. I've never uh, actually seen this game. Don <laughs> Really? Never played it. Never seen it. Never nothing. Never. Seen it. Wow. Yeah. Pretty much. I'm pretty sad. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the game for a minute. <laughs> so with all your MagFest and all your massive collection, you never came across a wacko, huh? Nope, never been around one. Never wow. seen one in person, ever. It's absolutely a, a unique cabinet. I mean, Valley Midway with their, you know, they got they got Tapper and Tron, Wacko. Those are some of the most iconic cabinets to me. Yeah, it's yeah. like a, like you play it like a Robotron, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's it's a real it's a really different game with how you have to match up the monsters. Yeah, you move the player with the trackball, you shoot with the joystick, and oh, I so thought it was all joysticks. You you yeah. can do left-handed or right-handed. There's two joysticks. So the trackball in the middle is is where you move your character around, mm -hmm. depending on if you're left or right-handed. Use the joystick on one side or the other to shoot. And uh, you know, so the 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 simpler way to do it is the characters are matching the upper and lower parts of their body, but you actually get a higher score if you have a mismatched. Like the upper half of the body is one character, and the lower half is a different. But you get two characters that are the same, like that. The upper half and lower half are, you know. Is that, is that all? They're all there is to it. Just it just is over and over and over again. Well, then you get like different levels of that. Like you have to you have to match them all up, and then yep. they turn into something else, and then you got to get that, get those guys, and then it gets more complicated. Really yeah, deep, actually. Yes. So you know, it, it's it starts out like how I explained it, and then once once you get them all, then they'll the, the lower levels they all turn into eggs, and then you shoot the eggs, and that clears the level, but then. At a higher level, those eggs, when you shoot them, they turn into uh, bats. Then the bats are flying around. Then you have to shoot the bats. Mm. So, really fun game. It, it, it gets really hard. I, I think around 120, 130,000 is my highest score. Yeah, my, my current best right now playing on Xylas, I think it's like 88. Uh-huh. Yeah, if I ever find one, I'll definitely add it to the collection. But For sure, yeah, it's it's I've a. Never, I've never come across one. Yeah, I remember back in the early days of collecting, they actually went for fairly cheap because everybody just thought it was a gimmick with the cabinet. And they thought the gameplay yeah. sucked, so yep. you used to be able to get this really cheap. Yeah, I I got super lucky on mine. It was probably three years, four years ago. Uh, local Craigslist deal. Um, got it for three hundred dollars, and completely fully working, and the cabinet's in beautiful shape. And what was crazy was the guy had it stored outside 
under a tarp on a concrete pad and it had it had been exposed to rain through one winter and I'm like how did it not get any water damage I, they, the way they wrapped it they just did a really good job with it uh, you know the, you, you, there's no water damage on the bottom of my cabinet at all uh, I don't know how they pulled that off but I'm glad yeah yeah Andrew I'm not sure if you saw I don't know if Dave doesn't seem to have a mic or something but he just made a comment uh, I played this at fun spot with 34k over my shoulder I'm emotional right now <laughs> nice and then he asks, are you happy? I'm super happy. Yeah, no, I think it's a, I, I paid a, a fair price for it, um, and I just tried ignoring the shipping costs for it. Yeah. Uh, you know, if I, if I decide I want to do a full restoration on it, um, there is artwork available now. So you know, I, may, wow. I may pick that artwork up and just stash it away for something. So did they, does anybody make a CPO on that? Yeah, I think it's rich. Is it really? I think so. It's, so he does inkjet, I assume, solvent inkjet on that. Yeah, I think so. Yep. Nice, Andrew. Nice. Yeah, for sure. yeah. I'm super happy. This is the one I've been looking for for a little while now. And wherever you heard about that game, you know, it must have been an awesome uh, hookup. Uh, it was. Yeah, it must have been. Uh, I think that was you. Buddy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I think uh, you posted that. Uh, you sent me a text message, and I got. Yep. And it was like maybe 10 or 15 minutes after he posted that, and I, I sent him a message right away, and that was it. Send, yeah, send, send I, I just happened to see the, the post on KLV, and I was like, oh, shit, Andrew's looking for this, so I texted you right away. You know, like you said, it was probably within 30 minutes of the guy posting it. Yeah. So there's the side, side art. Yep. Nice. 125, uh, CPO... 39 and the front decal. Where does that go? That's the that's uh, this artwork here on the front of the control panel. Let me uh, present yeah. you. Oh, okay. Above the coin door. And actually, he also has the uh, the bottom vinyl as well, which uh, let me turn the light on. The bottom vinyl piece here, this stripe. That's a square piece with just a uh, horizontal stripe on it. Hmm. Oh, okay. Nice. So they cheated. Yeah, basically, yeah. He also has a shirt, Andrew, so you should get that shirt. Get the shirt. <laughs> yeah, you can hang it up on the game. Right. <laughs> so as a seller, if I'm shipping Wacko or um, Tracking Pilgrim or whatever, how do I know how to do that? How do you know how to do the shipping? Yeah, the shipping. I, don't know how, I never shipped a game before. Yeah, so, all right, so... That's uh, that Cosmic Cruiser there. Yeah, it is. That man right there. So, uh, well, you contact your shipping agent, and then they basically, uh, you give them the seller's contact information, mm-hmm. and uh, you get the shipping quote, so they'll tell you how much it's going to cost to ship from, from them to you. And if you're good with that, then you tell them, yeah, go ahead and do it, and then they'll call the seller and arrange for a pickup time. And then you get tracking, so you'll you be able to track it all the way across the country. This was, again, this is through STI. Wait, 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 you skipped this stuff. So they actually drive a, a truck to your house and they wrap it and everything for you? No, they, don't, they won't handle any wrapping, so you've got to deal with the uh, seller on being willing to wrap the thing up. Uh. 
And actually, that's a that's a good point too. So this this one did sustain a little bit of damage in the front. Um, let me uh, get a shot of that. There was uh, I knew that there was a little bit of scuffing here on the front. Oh yeah, but this all happened during shipping. Wow, that little piece it's here. Fresh. It looks fresh. Yep. Yeah. So what I uh, Failed to tell the seller, um, partly because I kind of assumed he would, but I, I, that's kind of a bad idea. He's, he's been a great guy. I, I'm, not, I'm not throwing him under the bus at all. He's been super awesome to deal with. Um, and for the rest of the, the wrapping and the corner protection that he did uh, was perfect. But um, for, like, when I've moved games to, like, shows and stuff like that, if I've been really worried about them, I did this the first couple of years when I brought games to the Rocky Mountain Pinball Showdown, the local here, is uh, I took... Uh, cardboard, not only on the sides and on the corners, but I actually wrapped a piece underneath. And rather than just doing the wrapping around the, you know, the latitude of it, basically, um, I then finally, after uh, doing that, I did another wrap uh, along the longitude and wrapped up that bottom piece so that that way, when a hand cart goes underneath it or whatever they use to move it, you've got a little bit of protection there from that. You know, it's going to get bumped and that sort of thing during shipping, so you definitely need a corner protector, but that bottom edge is something that's easy to forget. And, you know, I mean, the, the shippers, they're supposed to be careful with this stuff. They're, they're supposed to understand that, you know, what they're doing is you know, moving something that's fairly valuable. Um, but the real reality of it is, is like they're 95 workers, and they're just going to yeah. like like the UPS guy. Yeah. So, yeah, I highly recommend, you know, on the bottom side of the cabinet, basically... Take another piece of cardboard on the bottom, and then you know flip it up, and then that way you've got some front and side protection as well for when they inevitably use a hand truck on it. And then they again, wrap it top to bottom. They should be using the hand truck on the back, not the front. They'll do it wherever they, whatever it's pointing at them. Yeah. They don't pay attention to that shit. So that's what I'm saying. Like you want to protect. Not just the, the, the vertical corners, but all your horizontal corners as well. Huh. And that's not going to protect from them, you know, like throwing a, uh, you know, like a uh, pallet jack underneath it and fucking it up. I mean, there's no, you know, there's nothing getting around the fact that it's that's not yeah. like that underneath it. But you can provide it some protection at least, and that that padding will actually help quite a bit. So that was. Sorry. Probably some of this damage, but you know, all right. It's it, to me, it's a player's game anyway. Sure. So the other thing I'm aware of, I I haven't had to mess with it myself, but my buddy Dylan Tron guy, he had to rebuild his trackball, and I guess apparently the trackball on that cabinet is something's unique about it. Totally unique. Yeah. So actually, yeah. I have a trackball rebuild kit somewhere here. That uh, I think Twisty Wrist offers the kit. Yeah. And it's fairly extensive. Uh, Dylan told me there's like 30 or 40 screws or something crazy like that. It's kind of nuts, yeah. So it's... Uh, I don't think it's that 30 or 40 screws. It's mostly just I don't know. a set yeah. of bearings, uh, new rollers. I mean, it's like most other trackball rebuild kits, but it, the thing is, is that uh, this trackball is unique to this game. So it's yeah. not a regular half or Atari you know, trackball you can just throw in there. Yeah. Uh, the lengths of the shafts are different, I guess. Okay. Um, what about the joysticks? 
Uh, that's a great question. I've never seen those joysticks on any other game myself. Yeah, no, they're they're definitely unique. Uh, and and mine, they look kind of like yours. They have some oxidation on them. They look kind of grayish. Yeah. Are they four way, eight way, all way? I would guess eight way, if I had to guess. Yeah. He can move. He can but they're move. like real skinny bat sticks. Yeah. He's coming out. Yeah, they're definitely eight way. They actually kind of look like the bases kind of look like Tron. Huh. Interesting. Same kind of uh, grommet on the bottom, and they're they're like the the, the double decker. Uh, two plates. Yeah. Like a Pac-Man, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pac-Man or Miss Pac, same kind of joystick. Those joysticks you can't get anymore, right? No. Uh, I seriously doubt it, yeah. But I bet we should be able to clean these up and polish yeah. them and get them to the black to come back out of them. Yeah. And and with play, wherever the hand is holding, they they'll polish up a little. <laughs> right. I was hoping there. Yeah, you know, I, I brought mine to California Extreme for the first time this year, and uh, I was hoping they'd uh, polish up some from play. <laughs> they did a little bit, but yeah, there's still plenty of oxidation on them. So the other thing I noticed on mine is, uh, and you probably noticed on yours too, is the um, the artwork on the back side of the bezel will will bubble a little bit. You know, there's there's really large artwork areas that go on the back side of the glass. Yeah. And you know, it just kind of lifts a little bit. Mine is not bad enough for me to address it yet, anyways. But something to keep an eye out for. I would be hitting the slam switch there. And you got the free play ROM, you said, from yeah. Dylan? So Dylan? Yeah, Dylan sent me the free play ROM, so that's actually right here. Nice. Put it in! Yeah. <laughs> Don't turn the game off, just put it in. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. Real men just put it in. Wait, <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Don't listen to me. Go in raw. <laughs> Bareback, bareback that. Bareback the free play. Have all your games on free play? Yeah, except for the red tent. And how do you coin that up? With a test switch. Right on. Eventually, I'll be. Uh, I actually have them already. A couple of Adam, uh, Adam's uh, coin up or one up. Devices, so I'll wire those into that thing eventually because uh, I don't like the idea of having to open the thing up for people to play it and stuff. That's where the uh, one, the start player one, actually coins it up. Yeah, exactly. So it's just push the button and you can get to go. Do the coin, you have to push it twice, like once to coin it up and once to start. No, it's smart. So it actually it pulses. So it, it sends out a signal. Once it receives a signal from the the button press. It takes that one in, and then automatically passes that off to the uh, the um, both the add coin and start game. Nice. Yeah, it's super slick the way it works. So Steve, they were just they were just saying a few minutes ago. It looks like you got Fets, 
wacko? Yeah, it was pretty cool. I, it was nice. funny. I, uh, I PM'd him. I don't know. He put, put the ad up, and I PM'd him like 10 minutes later, and uh, we made a deal really quick. Yeah, yeah, I gotta be honest. I I had no idea he was even considering selling. I'm I'm surprised. I thought I was a keeper for him. Yeah, I was I was really surprised to see it too. And you know, Wacko's been in my um, yeah, on Clove in yep. my you know wanted section down at the yep. bottom of my posts. Wacko's been there for you know a year and a half. So for sure, yeah, I have to Clove and, and take Wacko off that list now. There you go. <laughs> be fun. So yeah, Wacko will be. Uh, I put the shipping order in uh, with STI um, today. I don't have a confirmation back from them yet, but that'll come tomorrow, I'm sure. And uh, they'll usually pick it up within about a week, and it usually takes about a week to get here. So in the next two weeks or so, we'll have uh, Beth's nice. Wacko on the floor. That'll be fun. Awesome. Did, did you get him to sign it? <laughs> <laughs> did not, I didn't have him sign it because his signature usually comes with other Fun, fancy, <laughs> right? <laughs> you don't want the uh, eight green alien on the front of your wacko, like <laughs> ejaculating <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> it's uh, whack off. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Nice. <laughs> Maybe I just oh, oh, <laughs> uh, good times. <laughs> All right, so uh, shit, man, I, I really gotta go. It's like way late for me. Oh, I know. <laughs> well, give me give me a call tomorrow, Gak, and I will, call for sure. whatever questions you have about Grinkfest. Yep, yep. Uh, Andrew and I talked a little bit earlier. And uh, you and I will talk tomorrow. So I, I think there's uh, some cool stuff we can throw together within the next couple months. So yeah, well, sure. I'm I'm more than happy to help with whatever whatever awesome. you want to do. I know there's I know there's a ton of people coming. We yes last year we sold out the all the rooms that we had at the hotel. We sold them out like about a month. Maybe maybe five weeks before um, before Grinkfest actually started. Uh -huh. um, this year we sold out of those rooms like three weeks ago. Yeah, um, and we get lots of lots of messages from, um, through the Grinkers website. So non huh. non Klav people, um, non John's Arcade Forum people. You know, just like yeah. I don't know where they're coming from, but they're yeah, saying I've, hey, I've seen guys on. You know, I, I go to the Ass Hats website, you know, Frizzle Fried's uh -huh. website, and there's there's a handful of guys there that they don't go to KLV at all, or they don't go to John Sons Arcades at all, and they're all talking about going there. And I know there's some uh, Facebook stuff where some other collectors that are, you know, looking forward to going there. So, yeah, I, I bet, you know, what, last year was maybe 60-ish people? Somewhere around there, 50, 60 people? Right on. I, I would guess this year, you know, eighty to a hundred. I wouldn't doubt it. I would. So. I would say easy. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I just hopefully it's not too many. You know, yeah. there's been times where Grinkers just gets too busy. 
So I'm John hoping. Said, John said you were considering it one point last year of uh, shutting it down, just so so it's only for the event people, you know, like shutting it down from general public. Um, we talked about that. The problem is, is that that just would piss so many people off. Yeah, I understand. Um, you know, somebody drives thirty minutes from across town and you yep. know closed. Is that's tough, especially on a Friday or a Saturday. Yeah. Um, yep. Well, we really if it gets if it's too busy this year, you know, we'll just make it invite only next year and kind of just build a guest list and kind of control it maybe. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's no big deal. We'll have fun no matter what, and we'll see how For things sure. go. Awesome. Well, Steve, I'm I'm already uh, sketching out artwork for you, so we'll have uh, got some good ideas tonight. Even in fact, right? <laughs> well, we actually got a theme now. I think so. Yeah. So that's super awesome. Awesome. No hot dogs, no sausages. <laughs> uh, I can't sandwiches. Sandwiches. They might be, get snuck in somehow, but that won't be the the uh, main theme. <laughs> so. All right, guys, I, I'm, I'm going to check out tonight, and I'll talk to you guys soon. All right, do your 10-second spotlight and leave. Yeah, I know. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm tired. All right, take care, guys. Later, later. Later. See you, Chris. All right, bye. <laughs> so I, I guess it's on uh, 34K to figure out who's next. Yeah, pass it on, Andrew. Hi, Jim. No, oh. Is um, working? What's up? Yes, yes. Oh. Um, I threw in the voltage regulator, and voila, that, that was it. So it's nice to have it back. And in fact, even at one point, my wife came in and she's like, "Oh, Marble Madness is back. That looks good." Even though she never plays it, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's nice to have everything working again. So she's probably just tired of hearing you talk about it. <laughs> probably. Yeah, all, all, all that electricity you're wait, well, uh, using talking to me. <laughs> yeah. And your, uh, your red tent, uh, oh, you've got Dr. Mario going there, but did you ever get another replacement CPU? I did. Uh, compliments of uh, uh, Buffett himself. Oh, cool, okay. Um, well, wait, no, I never said his name, actually, on the package. No, uh, but, yeah, he um, Buffett, you sent me that I, I, as a thank you for the headset, so that was awfully nice. It was just a surprise, like it just showed up one day. So yeah, that's the way I wanted it. <laughs> so it's nice. Everything's everything's up and running. Um, I have uh, two working sides now <laughs> on the red tent. So that's uh, that's about it. I got Marl Manis running. I've been playing more eyes. I got uh, another high score. I almost broke five hundred thousand. Um, made it to the second version of the eighth level because after you get to the eighth, it repeats. And uh, I got I broke like four eighty nine. I think it was. Cool. Um, and then I've been talking to Matt Osborne uh, to, and uh, he he did the the high score save, but um, he hasn't made a kit or anything because apparently there's a ton of soldering, um, soldering chips and stuff like that on the board. And um, uh, Sean actually has the only uh, eyes high score kit in existence right now because Matt Osborne installed it for him as a test. And um, so I, I PM'd him on Klopp, and I was expecting him to say, nah, but uh, uh, he offered, you know, obviously for a price to, to install it. Um, so I'm probably going to go ahead and do that, send it, send my board to him so it can uh, save the scores and 
uh, also have free play. Cool. I'm tired of shining off, and you know, I instead of taking a picture, it'd just be nice if I, I could just save the scores and look at them. Oh, rather than, what's that? It's a good reminder. It's it's an on-screen reminder of what you're of you, you've accomplished. Right. Right now, I just have a folder on my computer, and every time I break a score, I, I you know put those picks in the new folder. You know, like. 489k, and then um, I keep bumping my own thread on on Clav. Hey, I just made another high score tonight. I'm sure people are getting t- sick of seeing that. <laughs> I need to subscribe to it so I can see it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's the one about I finally saw the sixth level, and so that that the title itself is kind of amusing to me because that was so long ago. It's like, whoa, shit! Now I've made it uh, through the eighth level. So back then, I was super excited just to see the sixth. <laughs> hey, how did you know the uh, voltage regulator on your Marble Madness needed to be replaced? <laughs> well, uh, what, what would you say, Buffett? Uh, process of elimination, kind of? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, but, uh, so, Steve, um, this, I, I'm, I'm calling this show kind of a curse because on the show live, my Red 10 has taken a crap, the CPU on it, and then now, uh, just like two weeks ago, my Marvel Madness mo- monitor died about ten minutes into the show. And uh, so I'm not going to put any more games in the background, I've decided. <laughs> but um, uh, So the monitor went out, and I wasn't getting any high voltage. And um, I, I troubleshot a lot of it with, with Buffett. We did these hangouts uh, a few days in a row, actually. And at first, it was just the hot and um, one of the resistors and, uh, and a fuse. And so I threw those parts back in there, and the hot and, the, and that resistor blew again. And so the next, um, everything else was testing just fine. And so we threw, or I threw uh, another flyback I had laying around in there, and I got um, high voltage, but nothing on the screen. And with the flow chart for the 7000, it says, okay, well, um, if that's the case, check your B plus, and my B plus is high. So it said, well, what you can do is you can. Uh, remove this diode which controls the shutdown circuit and you should uh, should be able to get a picture at least and sure enough I did so then it points to it being a bad voltage regulator and before that the voltage regulator tested fine and when I tested it again this time it tested bad so I got another voltage regulator and that that fixed it so long story long <laughs> So when you when you replaced the voltage regulator the first time, you replaced it with a bad part. And you had to no, I, I I didn't replace it at all because it tested okay. Oh, I gotcha. But when I put that new when I put the fly back in, it must have damaged the voltage regulator. So I had to replace that too. And a lot of times, you know, it kind of makes sense because um, a lot of the the like the full repair kits that are out there. Everyone always says, "Okay, well, if you replace the fly, replace the hot, the, the voltage regular, blah blah blah." And um, I guess I could have shotgunned the whole thing, and it probably would have fixed it. But I like to know what it actually was, what was the problem. So, and I well, had nothing better to do. <laughs> well, and if you, in, in case, instead of getting ambitious and putting that fuse in and firing it back up again, right, the second time, that's may have been when it killed the voltage regulator. Oh, I suppose, yeah. Yeah, so it could have been good, and then that ambitious move with the new fuse before you replace the flyback or did other testing. Right. 
Well, that's true. What, yeah. what was the uh, what was the monitor that was in there? A K seven thousand? Yep. Oh. Yeah. I, uh, originally, when I got it, there was a forty six hundred in there, and I probably would have left it in there, except it had really bad road blasters burn, and Marvel Madness has really light colored levels, so it was very very apparent. So I just did a I did a tube swap with the seven thousand. It was my uh, first one. I got real lucky, and uh, so that's what's in there now. Oh, cool. Yeah. And then, uh, let's see, I, I did pick up some, I have a lot of extra parts. It's so funny because, like, I'll be looking for, like, one cap or whatever, and, and now I have an abundance of everything for the 7,000 in case something happens again. But, of course, at the time, I have to wait for shipping because I'm missing one part. Yeah, that's the worst. <laughs> I hate that shit. Yeah, like, I, I need in, one resistor. Yeah. I put in some. I put in an order for some more 2.7Ks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I have three of those now. I probably will yeah. never use them. <laughs> yeah, I put in an order for 10 or 12 more just so I had them. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, I'm down to like three or four. Can you finish Marvel Madness? Fuck no. I, I can get... I've made it to... I've made it to the fifth level like three times. And uh, that's... You know, I'm, I'm just... I get so excited. I'm like, oh, I made it to the fifth level. And then and I, by that time I have like, you know, 30 seconds or less. <laughs> and there's just no way I can get through it. I haven't figured out, like, I, I know that there's some shortcuts and I can do some of them, but a lot, you know, there's so many times where like on the third level, you know, you can you can jump off the cliff onto the center. Uh, onto the platform. And, and, and right, yeah, onto that platform and write it down. And I can hit that like 60% of the time, but, you know, there's there'll be a time where I just can't do it, I end up wasting more time trying to hit the shortcut than, you know, it kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah. But, um, and the fifth level is so weird because, you know, everything's backwards. You know, you're traveling up, but and you think that the gravity is going to be the same, but it's not, so you, you fly up these ramps. And uh, it, it's a cool level, but I just never have any time left by the time I make it there. Yeah, most of the time I can get almost to that level. And sometimes about halfway up it, and then I'm dead because I've run out of time. Well, and and on the fourth stage is a real crapshoot for me because I'll usually get hung up if I don't hit that the enemy marble, that black one, perfect. That can cause trouble for me. And then of course the very end where you got those things coming out of the ground, the I don't know what you call those. There's like a whole line of them. The acid pools. No, no. There's like a, they look kind of like um, pipes. They come out of the ground. There's like a whole line of them at the very end before you get to the oh, and they the finish in the air. And they put yeah. you off. Yeah, yeah. So that's like if whether or not I can I can make it through those. I usually can make it to that point all the time, but whether or not they cooperate or yeah. You'll have to do some gameplay, your shortcuts and stuff. I've never seen them done, so I've never, ever done the shortcuts. I don't know how to do them. There's only a couple. I, go, I mean, the first stage is really easy because you, you go off the, the ramp at the very end and you get some extra points and stuff. And then um, there's really, well, there's really not one in the second stage that I'm aware of, but then the third stage you can jump onto the center platform at the very beginning. Um, but beyond that, I don't really know of too many others. It'll be just cool to see them in general. I've never seen them at all. So. All right. <laughs> yeah, and that that game goes really fast. I mean, as far as like um, length of a game, it's uh, it's pretty quick. Yeah, because it's faster than eyes. Because yeah. the only cheat slash extra time I know to do is start the second player and keep dragging him along. <laughs> 
Oh. <laughs> two bevels. That's the only way I know how to do it. <laughs> I never I never thought of that. I usually um uh, yeah, get a bonus five seconds. Well once in once in a while um I'll think about it and I'll I'll uh use both trackballs. I know you can do that for a one player yeah. game. Oh yeah. I do but that. I never I never think to do that. I'm usually paddling like a dog, you know, on, on one trackball with both hands. But I do find that on some stages it, it's more beneficial to use the second player trackball just because of the angle. Uh, you know, because the control panel is so short, it's not like Golden T where you can just really get a wind-up going. You have to, it's like really short um, bursts. Right. Oh, yeah, I have, I have to play it more. I mean, I uh, I probably play that game like once a week versus, you know, I've been addicted to eyes for, for so long. I'll probably do another gameplay of that because now that I've, I've figured out, a, not tricks, but I um, I've got a good pattern, so to speak, for the 5th and 6th level, which has just totally changed my my games. Right. That's cool. Yeah. I, I suck at the game, so it's just nice to see what I can try to do. <laughs> With uh, Eyes or Marvel Madness? Uh, Marvel Madness. Well, Eyes. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, I got to the second level on Marvel Madness once. <laughs> I, haven't played, I haven't played it that much, but man, you got you got to work that trackball, dude. I can't tell you. Like uh, for a long time, I thought, are my trackballs just that messed up? Like they they've got to they must spin more freely than this because I'm just having a, a huge workout. <laughs> and uh, um, you know, I've I've seen other ones finally, and um, I've rebuilt the trackballs like multiple different ways and uh, it the game just gives me a workout that's just it, how it is yeah well have you have you like broken in your bearings and done all that whole I've I've switched um, I replaced them all um, and I finally figured out I think I talked about this a long time ago but um, I finally found a thread on Clav where a guy was saying um, either use don't use the three in one oil that Atari actually recommends in the manual for the trackballs because that'll gum everything up. Um, and use uh, either a little bit of some, of a silicone uh, spray like TriFlow, which is what I use, um, or don't use any at all and just have them ro go dry. And so on on the second player side, um, first thing I did is I soak I soak all the bearings. Uh, in uh, the brand new bearings, you know, so they have like a oil on them already. Soaked all that stuff in brake cleaner, or, or brake clean, because uh, that takes that off real quick. And um, and you can just tell by spinning them in your finger that uh, there's no oil on there, and they and you get like 30 revolutions versus like four with you know when they're just brand new. And uh, so in the first one player side, I just had them go um, just dry. Just after I clean them with brake clean, that's it. Second player, I used a little bit of triflow, and um, I get more more revs out of the one player than I do out of the two player. It, they're both good, like they both do the job, but I usually use the the one player trackball because I can just like hammer on that thing. Like when you're making the shortcuts and you're hitting these ramps, you have to like just pound on that thing like it's golden tea. To get to uh, to make some of those. What's that product called again? Uh, Triflow. It comes in a little tiny aer aerosol can. I got it like Ace Hardware, and you just put a little bit 
Um, and like you know, running the 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 one player trackball, it doesn't have any of that stuff on there. It does make more more noise than the second player trackball, but you get it. You get a lot more revs out of it. Um, but the the second player is probably a little more smooth and quiet. But right. So theoretically, this this is the the WD forty version that I use, the silicon. Okay. Right. So it's real similar to that, Steve. Okay. Uh, cool. The uh, so the the only problem with running it dry is theoretically your bearings aren't going to last very long. Right. But you're saying you get a better play out of them. Yeah, and and everything I'd used up to that point, like, just wasn't giving me like I I just couldn't believe that you know if you compare, uh, what other game uses a three inch centipede the uh, um uses a three inch on the on the upright, doesn't it? Or does it use a two and a quarter? I think it's the two and a quarter. I think the millipede uses a three inch. Okay, but I mean, if you compare, like, like my I have a centipede cabaret, and that's got the little, obviously, the little trackball too, and um, and I'm I'm not sure about Wacko, but you know, I was like, you know, I get so much more um, revs and and play out of the um, centipede trackball. Why is this so much different? I and I rebuilt that one the the same way. In fact. Um, I didn't use TriFlow. I used uh, I can't remember what I might have used three and one because that's what the manual said, and uh, and that is like buttery smooth. I get you know that's and you're not really running your hand like way across the control panel. So I just couldn't figure out why what was so different because these use the Atari slash HAP you know trackballs and and what was so so different about them. But it took a long time to find that thread about using TriFlow or running them dry. Well, and I know that like getting them brand new. The other thing you want to do with uh, with bearings is uh, work them. They need to be worked. Yeah. And I, and that's what I yeah in a drill. Yep. Yeah. Putting them in a drill and just just sitting there with a with a an extra um, roller. Yep. They're basically just work them and work them and work them and work them. Yeah, and and I and I I tried that too. I I mean I did that, but it was just weird. Like I I just couldn't figure out what what the secret was. And I talked to Dan Reed over at. Um, Gorf Champions party last fall, and uh, he said the exact same thing. Um, we had we had very similar experiences. It was just strange. You see my link, uh, Jim? <laughs> That's Dave's uh, thing going on there. Did you see my link, Jim? Yeah, I'm looking at it now. I, I'm, I have that magazine. I, I took an actual picture. I don't understand. Under Midway's Tron, that's eyes. Yeah, it is. They so, must have screwed up. Is it a misprint in the magazine, or they don't know what the hell they're talking about? That must be a misprint. Isn't that weird? Yeah. <laughs> I just Because it was relevant. You know, the the funny, funny thing, though, is that that screenshot of eyes, the colors are wrong. Oh, is it? The The... The blue for the um, for the maze is right, and the the color of the bow ties, the the dots, the red, that's right. But the color of the enemies is wrong, and there's I think no... that's supposed to be a console port, though. Oh, maybe. Because below it says Mattel's Tron. Oh no, it's Midway. Then below. Right. Uh... Below it says Mattel's Tron. That's a console. 
but the the level should be uh, number one in the center box should be highlighted. Yeah, well, even if Midway did did a Tron and they called their eyes Tron, they didn't own they didn't own eyes. Rock no, Rock yeah, Rockola had, had the license or it was licensed to Rockola, but um, what was it Dig Digitrex? I believe is the company that actually created the game for Rockola. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely just a misprint, I think. Yeah. yeah gotta be. And this was out in um, September 1982. So. Huh. That's funny. How do you like that Pac-Man phone? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's cut off for me. Oh, uh, here, I'll, I'll link you to the actual magazine online. You can look at it. It's page... Um, what page is it? I got it zoomed in. I own the real magazine, but for your guys' references, it's page 62. Oh, yeah. Actually, that looks exactly like the um, the Pac-Man board game. Hmm? Pac-Man. The phone? Oh, yeah. The Pac-Man board game one where you kind of go over the marbles? It hmm. looks similar to that. Yeah, I, totally remember. I remember that game. Hey, speaking of, there's that uh, Tommy Tronic Tron down there at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen that in life. I like, I like the bottom left corner computer environment. <laughs> actually a computer environment. <laughs> I had one of those Tommy Trons. I remember playing it driving from Los Angeles to Reno on, like, on a family summer vacation, <laughs> and I would just play that Tron for 12 hours. <laughs> I got good at it too. It's a fun game. Yeah. After you played it, I'm not sure what level it is, but after about 15 minutes of play, the light cycle level gets so super fast that it becomes like not playable. It just like beats you because it's not possible to get any further. It just sucks. Wow. But it's fun. <laughs> Oh, I suppose I I didn't toss it off to someone. Uh, all right, Aaron, what have you been up to? Oh, that sounds terrible. What's that? I, I, I have toss to toss off. off. I mean, toss it off. I mean, uh, he's tossing off it. Aaron. Toss oh, Aaron. Boy. <laughs> well, I uh, I finished all the wiring and everything for the Mortal Kombat two, and uh, so that that's done. Um, the monitor has been behaving. Ever since I reflowed those uh, color transistors on the neck board, so for the time being, everything's working, looks good. So I've got a few little tiny cosmetic things, but um, I'm gonna add those to my list of uh, stuff to get around to when I'm bored and uh, kind of move on to the next one. So next on deck, I, I've got that DK uh, cab that I need, I'm wanting to uh, restore back into a Donkey Kong Jr. So I've got to do a lot of Bondo, and i got to strip the paint off. And I was talking to John Exidy. Um, he was telling me that um, acetone, he used acetone on it, on a cab that he had, and it took the paint, like, right off down to the woods. So I'm going to give that a try just to see what will happen. Instead of trying to sand it off or do anything like that. Because um, it, it's not a laminate, you know, it's just like a really smooth glaze that's been, I guess it was baked on at the factory Nintendo did on those caps. Yeah, when you sand those things, they get really powdery too. Yeah. They're really so I figured, up your uh, sandpaper. 
So he was like, no, just take, just use acetone, and it'll it'll pull that stuff right off. So I'm gonna give that a try, see what happens. Nice. Um, and and then also John dropped off uh, a tempest for me. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm surprised you're not going to tackle the Tempest first, since that's just a model reader. Yeah, I'm kind of trying to keep like my order of projects, <laughs> so I might get around. I might uh, sneak that one in. I've got to move it downstairs somehow first, um, <laughs> and it's heavy, so <laughs> so I'll probably I'll probably sneak that in. But um, yeah, while I'm working on the Donkey Kong, because I would like to get that monitor going and see that work, because the cab's in good shape. Um, you know, there's a couple old spots. On the side art, and you know the, the marquee has a, you know it's kind of a weird kind of vinyl, not vinyl, but it's like a plastic wrap on the top and bottom, and so it's got a little piece that's peeled off. But other than that, it's in, um, it's nice. So uh, just needs a rebuild on the monitor, and so, and I've got to move my scramble downstairs. Uh, so I'm thinking I might try that. <laughs> Am I crazy to try to move that, Andrew? You know my stairs. Am I crazy to try to move that by myself? With yeah. strength. You're crazy to move that by yourself. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to hear that for sure. <laughs> you know, I mean, honestly, like if, you, if you've got you've got one of the uh, the, the fat wheel um, dollies, don't you? Yeah, yeah. So if if anything, I would I would honestly like really look at that side of your house and see if you could take it down that way. Oh, okay. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, it's like suicide on that side. You know, it is. But like, if you get someone above and someone below. Just to keep things kind of uh, in in shape, and obviously make sure you're obviously like you know strapped to the dolly. Don't don't just do it like we tried to move the the mark uh, the uh, MK2 like that. Yeah. Um. I'll bet that ends up being a lot easier than trying to get it down those stairs again. That you've got a he's got a pretty nasty uh, 180 that his stairs do, does. Yeah, it's kind of a it's kind of a nice little bind there. The MK like just it filled up the entire. Like extra space in the 180. <laughs> right, and we had we were lifting it by like a corner to get it down those stairs too. So that and that that's really tricky. And Tempest is actually kind of deceptively deep too. Yeah, probably not as deep as the MK without the control panel, but it's probably pretty close. And it's a freaking Atari, so it's going to yeah. be at least as heavy as MK2. Yeah, I looked at the uh, the wood. And I'm like, well, why is it? Oh, okay, it's like three quarter inch. Yeah, like all around. I'm not plywood. I'm, I'm guessing or particle board. I'm not sure. Yeah, but they're they're a beast. So okay. So I would I would I would explore that side of the yard and see about taking it down that way. That that seems a lot safer. Um, but then again, I'll strap myself to it and uh, <laughs> I'll ride it down like a sled. There you go. Or wait for winter time and just use the snow. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, then I could like uh, tie a rope to it and like lower it. <laughs> sure, yeah. Okay, yeah, I might have to bumper uh, your car and then just back it down slowly. <laughs> yeah, I might have to get uh, I might have to get uh, call John and say, uh, come over here. Yeah, I would definitely get another set of hands, uh, maybe even two if you can, and at least at least you know maybe go get your dolly out and then walk walk the dolly down there and just see what it's like. Maybe you know, throw a couple bags of sand or something heavy on it, so you can get a feel for some weight on it and yeah. see if it's a viable option. But man, that the stairs, I think you're going to have a real tough time getting it down there without either damaging the game, damaging the walls, or damaging yourself. Yeah. 
that yeah, MK2 that was that was kind of a, a bear. <laughs> well, guys, I gotta I gotta rock. It's it's 3 a.m. here. Oh, oh, dinky. Okay. Yeah. I gotta throw in the towel too. It's it's 2 a.m. But I still gotta be up in five hours. I gotta be up in three. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you win, but. <laughs> yeah, it's still it's it's still yeah, it still sucks. So. All right, all right, boys. A late kickoff, but uh, sounds like next week we might have a a long show, a longer show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure, still going on. It's just you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have another. Uh, yeah, we well typically we start when outsiders normally would start if there's no show. Yeah. So we should around ten. It'd be yeah. eight Pacific. It'd be, yeah, so it's a nine o'clock uh, Mountain Steve. Okay. Yeah, maybe I'll do. I, I picked up another USB extension cable so I can have my headset on while doing a gameplay video. So maybe I'll plan on doing one or two next week. Nice. See well, if I can put we, up a de- decent score. If we're gonna end it here, does anybody have any last uh, things? I know we didn't pass it on to everybody there, but does anybody else have anything to say? Other than I. I got a bunch of parts in, so now I have almost a full line of width caps. So, you know. Got, Bonus. I've got 20-some values now of, over the Bob Roberts kit. <laughs> so, nice. Yeah, I got a lot of those. I, I actually, I've got two drawers full of them. That's what I did during the Arcade Outsiders podcast was I organized my drawers. I so. got your cables, Buffett. Oh, I'm glad. <laughs> Still waiting for TPG. Ready to just, uh, I'm shipping your <laughs> tomorrow. All right. <laughs> I sent you, uh, or you should have gotten tracking from PayPal, but uh, oh. yeah, it's going oh. in the mail tomorrow. Yeah, no, no arcade hangout, uh, you know, preferences here. What's that mean? You, you, you have to oh. wait and line up like everybody else. <laughs> oh, I know. I, I waited a long time for it. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. I've been uh, behind, but yeah. <laughs> no, it's all good. Worth the wait. Yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah, you'll love it. Let me tell you, I use mine every almost every day, so you know, it's great. Yep. All right, guys. Good night. Cool. All right. So, all right. Later. Good night, everybody. Thanks, guys. See you, yeah. see you next week. Good job, gentlemen. <laughs>